You're listening to Jet Nation Radio, the official podcast of JetNation.com. The largest independent fan site in the NFL. Be sure to check out our forums and talk all things Jets with thousands of other diehard Jets fans. Now to get you up to date on all the latest Jets news, notes, and quotes, here are your hosts, Glenn Naughton, Dylan Terriman, and Alex Varallo. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Jet Nation Radio. This is your solo host tonight, Alex Varallo. Uh, Glenn and Dylan are working men, so they will not be joining us tonight. Maybe a possibility of Glenn calling in, uh, but I may be running solo, which is quite all right. So uh, good news is the Jets didn't lose last week. Um, They had a bye week, uh, as most of you know. And uh, this week we are going to go up against the Patriots um, in their house for the second time this year. Uh, So I'll be previewing uh, the Patriots game that we have coming up this Sunday. I'm going to talk a little bit about injury stuff. And uh, I'm going to – we took some notes down on uh, the Jets' current rankings and situation that they have going on um, throughout their first five games. Um, It's going to be a shorter show tonight. Uh, you know, not having a co-host here, can't really pick any, anybody else's brain. So this one will be a quick one. And, uh, you know, next week, um, hopefully Dylan and Glenn will be available and, and we can do a deep dive on how the Jets prepared with their bye week. Normally, historically, if I don't have the numbers in front of me, uh, but story goes is that the Jets really do not have a great record after the bye week. Normally, teams that have that much time to rest and heal up and prepare uh, for two weeks of practice against their opponent, they normally do much better. Um, Unfortunately, the Jets are not the same as most other teams in the NFL. Before I get too far ahead of myself, I'd like to just take a moment to thank our sponsors. Um, First off, Miles Social. Um, If you're a business owner, and you're looking to improve your company's uh, platform on all social media levels, uh, please go to milesocial.com and see what they have in store for you. Um, They can expand your company beyond your horizons. And again, that's at milesocial.com. I'd also like to uh, give a moment to talk about Sportsbook Review. That is another sponsor of ours. If you're someone that likes that action on Sunday and you're picking games, but you're really not too sure uh, where you should go with the, the over or under or the spread, go to sportsbookreview.com and get your results from the experts themselves. Uh, they're putting out lots of gems on their website to make sure that you choose the right team when you're putting your picks together on Sunday. You can find them at sportsbookreview.com. All right, so we're officially into week seven. Uh, The Jets have been struggling uh, throughout most of the season, as we all know. Uh, And now this is the part of the year where we're hoping that things can turn around for them. Uh, And right now I'm taking – I'm going to go down the injury list um, just to review that. Um, Not a lot of great news. the Jets have had some serious injuries. They've had some, some injuries that, you know, they can recover from. 
but right off the bat here, and this is uh, from ESPN.com um, from yesterday, October 18th, so somewhat current. Uh, Makai Becton was mentioned by Robert Sala. Um, he says that he, his knee is progressing and he may be a few weeks away from returning. So not too bad. Uh, you know, we, when we heard that Makai Becton was going on to the IR, we weren't sure how long it was going to be and how serious it was going to be. Um, looks like the Jets got a little lucky here. Um, not sure if that knee is going to be 100% and if he'll be deployed right away once he comes off the IR, but it looks like Makai Becton is due back in a few weeks. So uh, we'll say maybe November or, or December that Makai Becton could be joining the team again. Uh, Marcus May, um, his ankle is considered day-to-day. Uh, so I guess that's slight improvement. Uh, for Marcus May, I would not foresee him playing uh, this Sunday. If he does, that's pretty remarkable. Uh, but I do uh, anticipate that Marcus May will not be available this Sunday. Uh, but it's Tuesday, and the lock can change from now until then. Uh, lastly, Jared Davis. Um, his ankle is also considered day-to-day. He had injured his ankle in the, I want to say, in that second or third preseason week. So he's been out since August. Uh, and he is due back quite soon. Um, you know, the Jets have been up and down with their defense. We were a little thin thin at the uh, linebacker position. Uh, we've been putting in a lot of, you know, rookies, um, Hamza nasser and uh, and uh, Sherwood, I think Jeremiah Sherwood, uh, were deployed early in the season. Now it's looking more like Quincy Williams is getting those reps, and with Hamza being on the IR, um, Quincy Williams and C.J. Mosley have been the main two linebackers that I've seen majority of the snaps on defense. So it'll be interesting to see if Quincy Wilson's role stays the same or if he ends up having a a reduction in snaps due to Jared Davis becoming healthy um, because he was – the original duo in the linebackers, um, you know, one and two punch that they had put together early on in the season. So Wilson has been playing very well. So it'll be interesting to see if Quincy uh, continues to get the nod as a starter, or is he going to start losing some snaps to Jared Davis? Definitely something to look forward to or, you know, keep an eye on. And, uh, some of these stats are a little bit – or no, injury news is a little bit old. This is from the 12th. Jeff Smith is still dealing with, a, um, with an injury. So is Tyler Croft and Adrian Colbert. So uh, I'm sure the Jets will be putting out an injury report later this week that hopefully clear up a lot of the answers that we have on particular players. So uh, going to jump right into the Jets-Patriots preview for this Sunday. Uh, now, when I was looking at the Patriots um, injury news, they only had four players listed with injuries, whereas the Jets are showing currently eight from their Week 5 matchup. Uh, so it looks like the Patriots are slightly healthier than the Jets at the moment. Uh, that definitely does not bode well. As our last match that we had on our home opener against the Patriots, we lost to them 25-6. to So I wrote down a couple things from that that game uh, that I believe was the major factor of why we lost, uh, turnovers. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions in that game. He was pressured heavily. 
and he was also sacked four times in that game. Uh, I don't have the hits and pressures written down, but as we can recall, uh, Zach Wilson was under duress for pretty much that entire game. So that's you know one of the things that the Jets are going to have to work on and zero in on uh, is protecting Zach Wilson. Um, I have some notes here, keys to success, the Patriots, and that's my number one uh, key is for the offensive line to provide better pass, pass protection for Zach Wilson. Um, also, run the ball. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. The Jets ran for 152 yards against the Patriots the last time that they went against them, and they were losing significantly. So let's figure out a way to win the time of possession. Let's figure out a way to limit our sacks, limit the pressures and the QB hits, let Zach Wilson have time to find his playmakers. Um, That is going to be a huge key to the Jets winning this Sunday. Bill Belichick knows our situation. He's one of the best football coaches in the league, maybe in the history of the game. He knows exactly what to do when he goes up against a rookie inexperienced quarterback. Dial up the pressure meter, swallow them up, make the quarterback try to create outside the pocket, make the quarterback feel uncomfortable, and do not let him go through his progressions. That is going to be the template that we should see with Bill Belichick's defense against Zach Wilson. He's going to try to get after the young man, so the Jets really, really need to figure out a way to keep him upright and keep him protected. Um, Now, number two, in their keys to success, spread the ball out. I was looking at the numbers of distribution by Zach Wilson in their previous game. Braxton Berrios, who had majority of these during garbage time, ended up with seven receptions and was the uh, receiving leader of this game. The next in line was Elijah Moore with four catches. Corey Davis had two receptions for eight yards in this game. So there's a couple, a lot of things that we can analyze here. Number one, the Patriots found a way to take away Corey Davis. That's the first thing the Jets are going to have to try to do is find ways to script plays to get Corey Davis open. He's been the, the most successful receiver. He is clearly our number one. He's been playing that way with an exception to this game. We have to find ways to get the ball to Corey Davis. Um, Elijah Moore has been very quiet. Um, he's been injured. Uh, you know, he's had some mental errors with, with drop, focus drops and things like that. A lot of people are scratching their heads, wondering why this kid hasn't blossomed. Everything that I saw from training camp is completely different from what we've seen in the regular season with this young man. He was making plays, outstanding plays, you know, shocking plays, jaw-dropping plays throughout training camp. We have yet to see him do that. Um, I I hope that Mike LaFleur puts in a better game plan this week and finds ways to get the ball to our playmakers. The Jets want to win football games and score points. We have to see – Profound numbers coming from Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, 
and obviously Zach Wilson. So if the Jets intend on winning games this year, find a way to get the ball to your playmakers, continue to go to them until the defense shuts that down and you can go elsewhere. Um, I really feel that the play calling thus far, a lot of room for improvement. Um, Now we do have a rookie head coach. We do have a rookie offensive coordinator and a rookie quarterback. So there's a lot of rookie factors going on with this offense and this team. Uh, They're taking their lumps. I'm hoping that they're learning from them and that they will continue to improve as the weeks go by uh, because statistically the Jets are god-awful. And I will be reviewing that um, once I get through the keys to success for the Jets. Uh, So going to number three, stop the run. Jets' defense has been up and down. Um, You know, clearly when you turn the ball over and you put your defense, you know, back into their own end zone, bad things are going to happen. That was kind of what had happened with the first game against the Patriots. We gave them great field position when we turned the ball over, and we, we just simplified the game for the Patriots. Uh, we had more total yards. We had more time of possession than them, but the situation that we put ourselves in gave them great advantage of us early on. So stopping the run is going to be one of the key factors, um, forcing Mac Jones to do more than what he's capable of could end up being the key factor for the Jets. Obviously, the defense is going to be a big part of stopping the run and getting after Matt Jones. They have shown some success with the pass rush. Um, In particular games this year, they haven't been very, very consistent in that manner, but this is a good week to really, really have the defensive line and our edge guys pin their ears back and go after a rookie quarterback because the Patriots are in the same situation as us. They're deploying an inexperienced quarterback um, in Matt Jones. He showed some good things. He's shown some rookie mistakes. What we really need to do is get this defense to expose the weaknesses of Matt Jones. That is going to really, really help their situation. Uh, Number four on my list. So uh, what I have here um, is third down efficiency. So with uh, the third down efficiency from the previous game, the Jets were five for 13 in their previous matchup. And they have had a hard time moving the sticks on third down. Uh, A lot of that, Um, goes up to play calling. Some of it's on the offensive line, not providing good pass protection. Um, And what I've noticed is that there has been some lack of aggressiveness on third down. Now, as far as I know, we have a very talented young quarterback that has a very accurate arm. He was extremely, uh, you know, productive last year, having over 72 or 73%. Uh, completion percentage. So let's utilize the tools that our young quarterback has. Let's script plays that he can move the ball, not at the line of scrimmage, screen plays and swing passes to the running back and things like that. Let's throw the ball down the field. Let's attack the weak points of the defense and put the defense on their heels. The more conservative you play, the easier it's going to be for the defense to stop you. That is definitely 
uh, one of the key factors um, is being more efficient on third down. Um, now, that also works for the defenses as well, third down stops. Now, the, the Patriots were not great on third down. Um, I think they only can converted a handful of plays on third down as well. Uh, so the defense needs to replicate exactly what they did in the previous matchup was get the Patriots to punt on fourth down, get them off the field, and try to control the clock. Number five, field position matters. This was the big factor. I already spoke a little bit about that with the turnovers. Um, we gave the Patriots a lot of opportunities, um, very, very easy um, opportunities uh, where they were able to just jump ahead on us. So this is going to be a chess match. Uh, if we're not in great field position, let's move the ball on the ground. Let's make sure that we don't we limit our turnover probability and, you know, punt and put Matt Jones and that offense pinned down and, and give us the opportunity, give our defense the opportunity to get after Matt Jones. So field position is going to be very, very important. How the Jets go about this um, will be a big, big factor as, as well as, you know, how they're going to be looking in that fourth quarter if we're looking to try to hold the lead or grab the lead all of these things early on in the game are going to decide whether or not if we're going to be close enough to squeeze out a win in the fourth quarter. Number six, uh, turnovers. Jets need to find a way to turn the ball over. They've only done that four times this year, and that's not enough. We talked a lot about this defense. We talked in and out about how this was going to be the strength of this team. Defense needs to step up. Robert Sala needs to step up. Seeing a lot of soft zone coverage, kind of bubble coverage, keeping everything in front. Teams will, will pick you apart. Patriots will pick you apart if you play conservative or if you play on your heels. So the Jets need to be a little bit more aggressive, find ways to uh, get after Matt Jones and create turnovers. Lastly, offensive. Simplify the play calling for Zach Wilson. Find ways so that he can get the ball out quick. He can spread the ball out. Build his confidence. That is a key factor. Build his confidence. You know, I'd like to be looking at a box score where seven or eight different wide receivers, running backs, tight ends included, were incorporated with receptions. Find ways to spread the ball out find ways to create openings for your playmakers and call a better game. I honestly and truly feel that some of the struggles that Zach Wilson has had is the play calling. Um, not all. There are some plays that Zach has left on the field. There are some throws that Zach um, has thrown in the dirt when guys are open in the flat and in other areas. I've spoken about this in previous shows. Uh, create opportunities for Zach to increase his completions. This will boost his confidence. And when you have a competent quarterback, he'll make those tougher throws. He will rise to the occasion when adversity is, is in his face. But he's not going to do that if he's not confident, if he's not believing in the system, and he's not executing easy plays and build off the easy plays into the harder plays, which will be more aggressive. So start small and build. 
build Zach Wilson's confidence, Mike LaFleur has got to put together a better game plan for Zach to be effective for this week. So those are my seven um, keys to success for the Jets to win this weekend. Um, If I'm going to do a prediction, I don't feel very confident um, with what I've seen over the last few weeks. Um, You know, the Jets were able to squeak out a win against the Tennessee Titans in an overtime match. Uh, they it was pretty boring throughout the, the first three quarters, and then things got very exciting later on in the fourth quarter. I'm glad that the Jets showed some grit, found a way to win the game in overtime. But at the same time, they need to figure out ways to be more offensively, put points on the board so that you're not in those kind of situations later on in the game to where you have to be perfect in order to win. So my prediction is that the Jets will fall short to the Patriots um, as we're playing them in their house. So that's definitely very difficult. And furthermore, uh, you know, I feel like this is going to be closer than last time. We 25 to six was the previous game. I'm going to probably say that the Jets end up somewhere 20 to 16 maybe 21 to 17 and they just fall short. Uh, just just have not shown me enough as of yet to prove that they can go out and beat Belichick. I'm not talking about Matt Jones. I'm not talking about all the Patriots because those guys are big factors too. I just don't think the Jets have what it takes to beat Bill Belichick right now. Will that change down the road? I surely hope so. But at the moment, I think I feel like you – as long as Bill Belichick is in that house and a part of the Patriots, they're always going to have the advantage over us. So I do feel like the Jets may fall short. Um, hopefully I'm wrong, and I'm talking about a Jets win next Tuesday. But at the moment, Jets still need to do a lot of work. All right, so that's our preview for the, the Jets game coming up against the Patriots this Sunday. Um, now I'm going to just go over some rankings that I had found. Um, over the last, uh, you know, five weeks or five games that they've had um, at the moment. Uh, let's just do offensive rankings. The Jets are currently ranked 31st in the league offensively with total yards. They're averaging 267 yards per game. That has to change. Their passing yards, they're ranked 30th with 965 total yards. That's not so great. And then the last two are even worse. There are rush yards in the NFL, 32nd in the league, 370 total yards. As I said earlier, run that ball. Lastly, points total. Jets have scored 67 total points this season. That also ranks 32nd. Now, they did have a bye week. So some teams have played more games than the Jets right now, so – they're finding a way to get their offense out of the basement, but right now they're ranked 30th to 32nd across the board. That most certainly needs to improve. So the offensive rankings are not looking so great over the first seven weeks, six weeks of football. Defensive rankings. The Jets overall are 22nd in the league with their defensive rankings. 
Now I'm also seeing that in the lead versus the pass, which is quite remarkable um, that they're doing so well against the pass because that was a little bit of a concern when the Jets, uh, you know, when we were talking about the defense and previewing, um, you know, the secondary was going to be one of the key factors. It was one of the weaker points. Surprisingly, the Jets' secondary has been much better than we than I had anticipated, um, and I was quite shocked to find that they were ranked fifth overall versus the pass. They were averaging 249 yards um, in the air. Um, they could definitely improve that, um, but it's interesting. What I've noticed looking at the rankings, this is most definitely more of an offensive year than a defensive year. Points are out of astronomical. Yards per game is astronomical with certain teams. I mean, you're looking at some of these scores that these guys are putting up, other teams are putting up. You know, you're seeing 30 points, 31 to 30. You're seeing 40 points being scored at Cleveland and Chargers game, had 80-something points combined. Um, yeah, so I don't know if, you know, defenses are not playing well or if certain teams' offenses are that strong. Um, definitely very, very different from what I've seen over the past years. Okay, number three for the Jets here, um, they are 11th versus the rush. They've allowed 617 yards per um, total yards this year, averaging 123 per game. Now, that does seem very high for 123 yards per game let up on the ground, and that's fifth overall in the rankings. So quite interesting how normally teams that are in the top five for rushing against the run they're usually under 100 yards per game. So that's quite interesting to just find themselves fifth overall. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, they're 11 um, overall versus the the run. Uh, Points allowed, they are seventh in the league with points allowed, which sounds good because they're inside the top 10. But they're also averaging 24 points allowed per game. Again, offense is up, defense is down this year. So seventh best in the league is averaging 24 points allowed. That is not a winning recipe, and that's one of the reasons why the Jets only have one win this year. So clearly they need to do better against the run and in the pass to collectively be better defensively. Now, this is the biggest one here, turnovers. Jets are 32nd in the NFL with turnovers. They have zero interceptions on the year. Earlier, I had mentioned that they only have four turnovers. These are all four recumbered, uh, recovered fumbles, and they, they're ranked 29th in that aspect. So the Jets need to find ways defensively to turn the ball over. That is a huge, huge, huge factor. Also, sacks, 13 total sacks, 16th in the league, so that's smack dab right in the middle. Uh, clearly, you know, we've had some injuries at the defensive line, and McCall um, Lawson was a big factor. Uh, but, yes, the Jets need to find ways to get after the quarterback and increase their sack total. Um, if you're not going to be able to do other things on defense, at least get to the quarterback and get that sack. So those are just some of the defensive rankings, um, you know, that I'm going through, that I've gone through. Um, you know, I'll do, you know, another ranking uh, review later on this season to see how well the Jets have improved from their first five games. Maybe I'll do it, you know, sometime in late November, early December before the, uh, the season's over just to see how well they've improved in certain, certain areas of the team. Uh, 
Well, that's pretty much going to do it for the show. Uh, like I said, this was a quick one. Um, I do see that we had a caller call in uh, not too long ago, and it dropped. Uh, call back in next week. We'll be doing a deeper show, uh, probably about an hour to 90 minutes, so please call in next week, hopefully for a Jets win. Everyone, if you don't know, JetNation.com, number one fan forum in the NFL. Please go there, download the app, sign up. Everything's for free. Uh, and, uh, yeah, get involved in the conversation. It, it's nonstop on the forums at JetNation.com. So please go there um, and sign up and get involved. Um, and let us know how you feel about this show. Um, going to give a shout-out to some of the other people behind the, uh, the scene here, like Green Bean, um, doing his thing on YouTube and Instagram. If you, if you haven't uh, heard about Green Bean and JetNation.com, you definitely want to look him up. He's putting out um, his podcast. He's doing live videos. He's linking up with other, uh, you know, bloggers and YouTubers out there. A lot of content coming from the Green Bean Corner, and give him a look, give him a follow. Great, great stuff coming from, from Green Bean. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Jets got to figure out a way to pull out a win this week. Uh, so hopefully next Tuesday when Dylan, Glenn, and I get together, we'll be recapping the Jets' second win of the NFL season. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night, and as per usual, let's go Jets. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Jet Nation Radio. Glenn is at AceFan23, and Alex is at NYJetsLife24. Until next time, go Jets! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.